The following Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery, Season 12, Episode 8, Playing Against Type. I'm your director, Jillian Morgan. Uh, with me for this episode is the writer of this episode, Catherine Pride. Hello. Hello. She also plays Tithia. And we also have uh, my assistant director, Caitlin Kleiman, who is doing a fantastic job. Oh, yay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she's had two episodes so far, but she's done fabulous with them. Well, she's had three, and the one's done. Technically three. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> point being, we're starting off in the Spider's Den. Um, all AI socks is office, no packing peanuts this time. Now, we do have a slight change here. As uh, Renee, who's played socks for years since season three or whatever, she had to step away for personal reasons. Uh, but luckily, MCO Garcia was willing to fill in and take over the role and um, do a really good job, actually, of, of matching socks. So, you know, good for her. She's always been multi-talented and we're just thankful that she was willing and able to help us out here, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Like I, I, I started listening to the episode earlier today and was like, "Is this? Is this Renee?" Wait. Mm -hmm. Like it took. It honestly took me a few minutes to realize that it wasn't Renee, and then exactly. that, and then eventually I did realize it was M. But I think I realized it was M at the very last line. <laughs> that's, that's the magic of filters, for one thing. So, the excellent voice, job, Em. The voice sounds much different because of the filter, but then you get the the one voice that's actual socks. That's like, oh, that's definitely me. But yeah, um, right. Things are are not going well between mask and socks at this point. Um, they're not doing. They're not happy with each other. Stupid biology getting in the way. <laughs> I started with the packing peanuts. It seems only fair that I should continue the yes. antagonizing. So. Yes. Oh, the packing peanuts. Simpler days at the spider's den. <laughs> yes. You care more about your um, Adam does a fantastic job chewing the scenery on this oh, one. I wasn't really sure how it was going to come out. <laughs> he does a just... fantabulous job. Yeah. And you, know, you tell him, you know, hey, that guy, that guy. You never have to tell him to, yeah. You never have to tell him to, you know, turn it up a little bit. He's he's always willing to just <laughs> yeah. unhinge his jaw and he's devour already a scene whole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's very very exactly. much uh, General Hux as mask, but with more cybernetics. We'll <laughs> I am the spy. <laughs> Thank, thanks, thanks, Jillian. I'm not going to be able to forget that, and it's all I'm going to think about the next time I have to write mask next year. Awesome! Yay! I'm winning. I'm winning. Okay. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> no, the Theseian paradox. That's uh, become very popular in the past couple of years. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun using that because mm -hmm. I in like like yeah, okay. So I watched WandaVision like yes. most of the population of the earth, I think. I mean right. <laughs> um, but uh it's actually it's actually been one of those things I've always liked as far as talking about AI right. and, and mm -hmm. human augmentation. So uh I, I enjoyed getting a chance to talk about it here. Yeah. So uh it was it was fun, especially because I talk a lot about AI normally when I work with uh, Tithia and the the other characters on that side of the house so right. I, it's fun getting to write a lot of that stuff and i like that the the uh, rest of the writers just keep throwing these episodes at me <laughs> they're like cat likes to talk philosophically for like an hour just give it to her it's fine <laughs> cat likes science sure let's give it to her 
in front of you. <laughs> exactly. Figure out your shit mask. <laughs> I'm the Trekkie who always wanted to be in engineering. Yes. That's what I'm going to chalk it up to. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Every every sci-fi show needs techno babble. Take your own advice. Absolutely. You don't sound like yourself these days. That what's funny is that joke was not written after M took over. The joke about you don't sound like yourself these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worked out well as a little meta jab there. Yeah, definitely. I love it. <laughs> He's just moving his robotic tentacle fingers in front of himself. Excellent. <laughs> now we've uh, hit the thoroughfare with uh, Arkel and uh, Major walking uh, amidst a crowd of bodyguards. Is this entirely necessary major yes yes so many yes, guards and it, one thing that was really fun with this yeah. scene like was 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 uh making the guards kind of characters in the scene without ever having them say lines so like right there when she bumps into you've been doing this job the guard he pauses for a second like uh okay Damn, so I don't fun. And, and, and of course, uh, Melissa does a fabulous job no, here with the irritation. Obviously, like a target, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. You won't stay in your fucking office. Major, she just you wants the boss to be safe, and the boss <laughs> wants to do things. Because this is a finesse job. Anything. Yes. I'm not <laughs> How dare. She, she, wants, she wants alone time. <laughs> I, can't see shit I know, it's crazy, but it happens. The wall of himbos. She just wants, you know, a personal space bubble. Honestly, right. she needs a giant hamster ball to walk around in. Yeah, because he uses yeah, giant cloud of perfume or something like that around her to keep everything away. Science. Science. <laughs> I had so much fun writing. Like Major, that Boris was a scientist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was like, it seems so silly to just have a wall of big bulky dudes. And I was like, yeah, but that's the fun thing about the Kangaroo. Mm -hmm. People have like the weirdest backgrounds exactly. working in the Kangaroo. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Major Nitz, you know, that's that's not something that you would exactly. expect. Exactly. Another one. Six foot radius. I love the long pause where where Andrew is just like, oh my god, I I will murder you. Oh yeah, I hope you understand that. I, I flames, you're right flames here. are on the side of her face. Yes. she just stares. Oh my god. Laser death. Um. Okay, that's it. What is going on with you? I have not. And now we get to the crux of the matter that Major really misses Locke. They've had trouble getting in touch with each other, and yep. she she's worried. Which, in their line of business, you've got very good reasons to be worried about each other. You know what if he's pissed? You know what if worse has happened than just being pissed? Yeah. And, and I like that. Really fucking wrong. 
Yeah, and I liked that I got the opportunity to kind of write that sort mm-hmm. of like the 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 self realization that Major needs to have of mm-hmm. oh wait a second, I keep asking for permission for something that I mm-hmm. should not really feel like I need to ask permission right. for if I really do trust the boss like mm-hmm. I say I do. What if she's not talking to you? Nice little moment of self discovery mm-hmm. for Mage. What if something's it's growth. It's it's happening every now and then here. Look, I gotta. It is. All right. And we love to see it. We yes. love to see it on Kingery. After 12 seasons, you hope for some growth. <laughs> In some point. <laughs> yes. Whoever's behind this could have targeted him. They're trying to get to the family. Are you asking for permission here? Or... Are you... I... Permission... I... I... I love, I love the way am, M does this read because it's, yeah. it's basically it was how I wanted it in my head. So yeah. she just she nailed it. Telling you that I'm gonna go fucking find him. Yeah, M is really good with, with uh, the kind of you know well, just uh, all over the thinking of the word things to say. She's really good at that. I love this. The, the, she's <laughs> like, oh, I get rid of you, these these idiots what? now. Nope, nope, no. nope. You're gonna get more. I'm gonna call in the beta team. Yeah, I'm gonna call them into Boris. It's gonna run point. I I I tried to write the ending of this scene like right. four times Boris, to make Boris. it work, and eventually that was what we landed on was uh was Major being like, nope. I, in fact, I'm gonna turn around and tell all of these guys to snap too. Yes. Um, and poor Andrew just being like, this is the worst. My life sucks. <laughs> hey, Boris, you gotta listen to Boris. Okay. Then I'm gonna come back. Yes, listen to Boris. All of his big fancy book smarts and that big fancy brain of his to make the biggest, nastiest weapon. I kind of hope we cast a Boris eventually. Like, I kind of hope this character becomes a thing, but I, you know. You'll be puking fireworks for the rest of your life. (laughs) Not that it'll be that long. You all fucking understand me? Good. I gotta catch you. Okay, so, um... I, okay, I'm going to tell the story because Tilly That's made me it. take it out, but no I originally had, yet. instead of O to douchebag, it was legit going to be Axe. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, like, and, 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 and Tilly's response back to me was, I really don't want to think of a world where this far into the future Axe still exists. <laughs> so I had to change it, but I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, wow, Axe's reputation will permeate to the centuries um but uh yeah, but yeah so, no, so it'll just, be so floating somewhere around your fun bit of trivia. yeah oh yeah now we're we're on yeah. the scene that uh that caitlin i had this exact wrote right here uh oh, yeah. directed, i remember wrote. the boops yeah the boops <laughs> yeah we let her do all, all the fun awesome at the, uh, i like the computer sounds <laughs> yes we we don't always try hard enough to make it sound truly sci-fi. Right, right. It's easy to forget sometimes. Sometimes it's very 15 minutes in the future, and you know that's fun. But you know, sometimes the little sci-fi displays are cool, as noted. In oh yeah. Well, to be fair. Well, and it doesn't help that most of us writers are just like mm, sci-fi door of the future, mm-hmm. and just like that's it. We don't tell you really yeah. anything else. We're not like it sounds like this. We're like I don't know, Jillian, figure it out. <laughs> I, I actually had asked Jillian for guidance on what door sound yes. like on the King Ray because all I got was door, and I was like, 
kind of door. There he is. <laughs> but I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We have a door that you've heard in yeah, every my, my sci-fi show. No help in that regard. Sorry. <laughs> it's a fun game. <laughs> yes. And, and Hooks got a nice little line in there about the playwright with the body parts raining down from stage. Yeah, that's and that's actually a true story. That's actually based off of an actual playwright that I studied in college. His name was Antonin Arto, and his whole thing was that he wanted to write plays that you couldn't physically stage and then challenge people to stage them. And he literally had one that was like, rain, drop body parts and viscera from the ceiling of the proscenium. Like, do not perform the play unless yeah. you're going to do that. And, right. I was, and I was like, I can't think of anything. The people soup thing just made made me think of that and i was like okay that's just gonna go in here and i'm okay with right. that yeah mention it yeah <laughs> even better <laughs> there's probably a room for that at the kingery too that's yeah. you know, else. yeah probably there's somewhere in shenanigans but you know i have to use my theater degree for something mm -hmm. yeah. if not telling you about body parts raining from the ceiling right. i mean why would i why wouldn't i tell you that? stop looking at me like that the mo's not the same of course it's not the same. The yeah, the, uh, the wrenches have left. We're down to just Gib and Maddie. Materials. She doesn't need that. If it was just that, Mummy yep. does the same thing, and there's an ample supply of that at the spider's den. Get a little, you know, this the about discussion of what, what the Which plan is. Which I'm really liking, exactly. so I wasn't expecting to like it as much. Destabilize. Yeah. I don't and like I, it. I've never written, like, a bunch of Maddie and Gib together one-on-one. -on -one, and mm -hmm. I really liked getting to do that now. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to want to keep writing them. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, you two know the plans for the rest of the season more than I do. So, <laughs> if you want to put them together from here on out, go right ahead. Uh, Especially this is my last episode of the season, so I can't. Yes. All right. I can't. I can't affect the rest of the season. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure. It. We'll figure it out. Maybe next season. You know, right. if everyone yeah. survives. Share it out one time. Da -da -da. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got Aaron coming in here at just the, the convenient moment when they need someone else to to help. Sorry, didn't realize you were in the middle of something. Aaron, you're exactly the person. Yes, and 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 this I is the scene that gave me the oh, most heartburn of mm. my life. And I have to thank Tilly immensely for I, um, coaching me through this and I being so supportive and awesome. Co, uh, you know, co-writer and member of the staff. It was very appreciated. Yeah. If we can rule out or rule in, yeah, because we we sort of knew what the scene needed to be in terms mm -hmm. of what 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 Aaron's objections were, but we had not really talked about how how much we wanted to actually go into why Aaron has such a hard problem with all of this. And so I wrote like I wrote it very minimalistic at first, and then Tilly was like, "No, I really want you to delve into it." I trust you. Do it. Yeah. Go. And so I did. And then Tilly came back and was right like, now? "Yes." Yeah, and you think, yeah, it really so, is great. Very well done. Thinly veiled dismissal when I yeah, it's very very nerve wracking, but um, yeah. I'm very 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 uh, grateful that I got to write it because right. uh, you know talking about uh, dys dys dysphoria and mm -hmm. and the idea of you know having to. I, I mean, and and. Um, you know, we, Jillian, you and I have talked about mm -hmm. the fact that you're playing Calhoun and, mm -hmm. and Edward on, on Patriot. And so it's mm -hmm. kind of like your farewell. Um, but that's something that like you chose to do. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and it was like the idea of like Aaron having to 
not really choose to go back. Like, it right. Was, so, yeah. Uh, like I said, it was, it was very nerve wracking, but um, she's come so I was far really, really, really in expressing her herself. And um, now yeah. somebody's telling her, you telling her how yeah. to express herself again after a lifetime of being told, this is how you, you need to express yourself. And yeah, I totally get that. So that's, you know, you're told you're, you're, you're told you're a boy. You have, you have to dress a certain way. You have to act a certain way. And even, even now, you know, people say you're, you're a girl. They accept that I'm, I'm a girl, which I am. They, they still say, well, you should, well, why don't you dress like this? Or why don't you act like this or whatever? It's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I lean butch. This is how I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable for the first time in 40 mumble years you know i you know i'm yeah. I'm able to be me yeah. and really choose how i want to present to the world and if somebody told me you know okay you need to go back into in the stealth mode or whatever or wear if somebody told me i had to wear a suit again oh my god i do not understand how that is comfortable for anyone but you know good for you if it is but yeah, yeah it's, i it's i always feel sorry for people in weddings that have to wear the suits yeah um that's one thing i i I'll be honest i think of a lot you know with my parents being older is they never they haven't really quite fully accepted jillian they they still think think of me and i wondered okay so how am i going to dress <laughs> When, when when it's their funeral, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, Emma. You know that's that's how my brain works too. It goes to the absolute worst case scenario and works from there. So yeah, but yeah, it's fun. Of course she is. And I I spoke over a fabulous fucking monologue there by by Aaron and uh, Kristen does a great job. She's really done a fantastic job here. Uh, just, oh yeah. Especially especially now that we've brought Aaron out on her okay. own um yeah, instead of just making her you know the the opposite of opposite but side of Chris you know and RIP Chris you know yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't work that way for and anyone I, else. I I I really liked that as I was kind of thinking through it because I, I was trying to look at it from the fact that you know mm -hmm. dysphoria is something that that you know we talk about a lot about gender dysphoria but but people experience mm -hmm. dysphoria for yep. other reasons too right. obviously um and i so i was trying to look at it from sort of the lens that i could relate to mm -hmm. and so for me one of the things that i really and you know tried to fit in was with the fact that like you know like i like i i see myself as a thin person and i mm -hmm. am not so, so like yeah. you know there, there's that was kind of how i came at it but right. uh but but uh i really liked that as i started talking through it i was like oh my god i would be so jealous for just being like hit the easy button and get it <laughs> right? yeah, so exactly. um, i was really glad that i got to kind of yeah. like kind of like hit that on like at least like yeah. you know i you know we'll see where it goes from there but i thought like um, mm -hmm. i'm glad that that we gave aaron an opportunity to really kind of like express a lot about herself so especially I since look forward to see seeing where she goes next especially since yeah her experience with you know becoming herself is so much different from from what uh arkel had to do because yeah. arkel was kind of right she kind of stumbled into oh i'm trans cool meanwhile aaron has you know really struggled and had to find herself and so yeah it would be lovely if I could immediately push a button and boom, I'm 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 my perfect perfect form, but you know this isn't my final form yet, and that's okay. I'm 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 a very slow shape shifter. 
Yes. <laughs> with socks? Oh, she does. A pretty, confident woman will absolutely turn her head. You might be able to go. Yeah. Also, I do love that Maddie genuinely was like, oh, I mean, I wasn't going to ask you to do that anyway, because I totally was going to ask you to be like a awesome bombshell chick and high roller and just show up like uh -huh. in a pretty sparkly yeah. dress. And then right. Aaron's like, oh, oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, that, that could be worse then. And Gib is back from the thinly veiled dismissal. Here's your coffee. Okay, here's your coffee from your thinly yes. dismissal, Aaron. <laughs> got you a cup too don't know how you take it so just uh i assume <laughs> sugar not everyone here drinks their coffee black as tar yeah i assume Aaron's sugar Shit. Maybe cream I should uh -huh. walk it more often is it too late to back out <laughs> yes but only because i think the purple, oh, purple hair <laughs> yes it's fun <laughs> i love it sure of course i'm pink right now but yeah. oh yeah great that's me. We need to work with our data guy to get you the credentials <laughs> you'll need. And we're just gonna leave. <laughs> yep. Still standing there. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'll just I'll just stay here with six packets of sugar <laughs> and creamers and three cups of coffee. I'm sure that can't back. <laughs> oh, so great. Well, you know, he's good I now. I, I had to, I, yeah, I refused. That's you one know, of those darlings I refused to kill every draft. I was like, no, I'm leaving Gib in this office by himself at the end of my life. I have to do it. You gotta have the charming bits, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have those little moments. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now now we're, we're, we're in the holding cell area as we just got Palace pacing back and forth. You can hear her going yes. from right, right to left on your uh, on your headphones or whatever you're listening on. That's I love it. Mm -hmm. But she's you know having fun here. You know, and she she does a very good job here of carrying like the first couple minutes. And Tithia, meanwhile, she's in the scene as well, um, and not really doing anything. Trying to make sure that you know that every single Oh, she's sitting there with the, the most shit eating grin on her face <laughs> oh, right yeah. now. Like she's, she's just so loving this. Yes. Won't even talk to us. She's loving the fact that She's like, I love how you act like you really hate my boyfriend. No, no, I mean it. I thought I was pissed. Well you just been on a crusade with right. rights for the last day and a half, and I just it's nice. <laughs> it's really nice. The problems I have with she's, have she's living for it. Yes. She is sent. Oh, I know that. <laughs> she is here for this. Yeah, I have problems with him. Mm -hmm. just well, yeah. Hard or tried to steal my girlfriend. Yep, there it is. <laughs> now he becomes the end. Um, <laughs> another another change here as um, Max Flashhawker had to uh, pull out of the, the role of Hebe, but we've got Josh Kibbe in here playing Hebe, and uh, thank you, Josh, for stepping in. Awesome. And thank you, Max, for your hard work. Um, hopefully we'll hear from you again sometime. Mabrak gave me the arsenal they had until we were hearing. You talked to Nabar at all? Oh, yes. I've had ample And, yeah, it's a slightly different take on, on our favorite floating robot than uh, than Max or Jason did in the past. But you know what? That's part of the fun of this show. That don't work with a robot anyway. Oh, yeah. It's like, ah, it's different now. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> No it just means it just means that Tithia will never get bored of her yes. robot boyfriend because yes. yeah. keep evolving. It's fine. Yes. 
One would think that shouldn't be the case. I like it. It's, it's, I dig it. At least I've yeah. been able to help some of them. I think I might have picked up <laughs> a few patients for once I'm out of here. He's so always so thinking of, of, of his clients. <laughs> well, that's great. Have to do better than yeah. Absolutely. To the university if she wants to catch the person who murdered mm -hmm. Sarah and Cal. I'm afraid that is not possible, Tithia. <laughs> Tithia's like, meanwhile, excuse me while I go lay down some law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Here's what's going to happen. Yep. Holy shit, they fitted you with a proximity <gasps> bag lock? That sounds bad. Kiwi, this is so not okay. It's like a. About this. It's definitely a, 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 a an artificial oh, life yes. like rights violation for sure. Yes, very much. Uh, it it it's basically. Yeah, and I think I you know we we expand we're gonna expand on it a couple episodes. I know it gets mentioned in the future, but for for those who who are curious as to kind of what that means, uh, I mean it's definitely a it's it's confining mm -hmm. Kiwi to the, the right. to a specific location. So, uh, but uh, I mean maglock would definitely imply right. magnetic right. failure. Right. <laughs> you know, like like don't put a magnet in your computer right. kind of problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, lo I love that they punishment does not fit the the supposed right. crime. He's not necessarily being treated like he's innocent until he's been proven guilty. Mm -hmm. I do love that they still call themselves the man girl and hover boy. I love that. <laughs> yes, yes. I will hold on to this. I will go down with this ship, you guys. Yes. As a writer, I'm going down with this ship. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Just their, their whole little whatever the fuck they've got I... going on. Yeah. Well, you know, at this point, they're 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 kind of a committed, you, you know, they're a committed uh, right triad. I think um, they're yeah, not like in a real like a thruple situation. Right. They're actually all three together, but they are at least existing with Tithia having two two of them as both of her partners. And um, I I am very happy uh, on a personal level to get to tell this story, and I'm really glad that we're getting to represent another another aspect of human life uh and uh yeah i i can't i keep hoping we're going to continue to do more with them so um so we'll have to see how it plays out but i i love getting to kind of watch them all navigate the dynamics of that and i i was really excited this year when we were like we're going to make sure that palace find some sort of like way to to connect with hebe and this ended up being it i loved it yeah and uh this is this is where we start realizing there's there's problems <laughs> uh, spaghetti yeah 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 and then it comes off the rails <laughs> as uh hebe just fully admits that oh yeah the esi squid remember i've been acting creepy all season well, it, it, it's it's intelligent it's yeah, an artificial yeah. intelligence <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yes, you might want to reach out to the attorney again, yeah, I think we might because <laughs> uh, you, you, you may you may have done a crime Oops. without intending to. <laughs> but where's this going to end? Who knows? Oops. We still got four more episodes this season. Oops. Um, thank you, Kat and Caitlin, for for joining us. Um, next month is Pete again. He's been all over us, all over the, the uh, commentaries this season. So why not have him come back one more time? Um, that'll be fabulous. And yeah, we'll, we'll have him on, and you know, maybe we'll figure out more about what this, uh, what's going on with the squids and Aaron, and who knows what else. We'll, 
we're, we're gonna have a good time regardless so if you if you enjoy what you hear uh please uh give us reviews on itunes uh whatever your podcast or choice is go check that out and uh until next time we will see you with susan bridges renee christine jones caitlin Kleiman, pete mylan and katherine pride kingery theme by tom stitzer all other music by josh mullen at the tunepeddler.com directed by jillian morgan assistant director caitlin Kleiman. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Susan Bridges, Tilly Bridges, McCullough Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.